0: The Wrestling Caucus I'm Peter A uh, I'm Smiley Ariaga. I just took two drops Of uh, Mucinex So if I seem a little slow I'm Sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, Make sure you're Subscribed to The Wrestling
1: Caucus Anywhere you get podcasts And make sure you Follow us on Facebook, Twitter Instagram Facebook.com Slash The Wrestling Caucus Twitter At Wrestling Caucus And Instagram At The Wrestling Caucus and today we're going to talk about Backlash, but first, New Japan is back, and they had a, a secret show of sorts called Together Project Special, and the reason why I say secret show is that they only announced a card recently, they didn't do it b- beforehand, and this show is mostly tag matches, and what's interesting is that, and it was you know, with no fans, obviously, the intermission, they took the time to disinfect the ring and everything which is cool and there was promos from Tanahashi and Naito and uh, Tanahashi basically thanked the fans for waiting for their return Naito just got everybody excited for the upcoming New Japan Cup which is June 16th and the finals are being held July 11th in front of fans at one-third capacity with crew and wrestlers being tested beforehand, which I think is interesting because, again, no no wrestling anything in the States is even remotely
0: thinking about having fans now. I think it shows the benefits of uh, actually being patient and not having shows and keeping your talent home. You know, while everyone was kind of like, okay, how are we going to get talent on TV during a pandemic? They were just like, you know what? You guys stay home, <laughs> like you know. Yeah, they just they just kind of waited it out and were very safe.
1: They didn't even have any shows over the last couple of months, which is uh, very interesting. Um, and Tanahashi, I think there was a press conference beforehand, and he was like. You know, uh, wrestling. He said wrestling should be the last thing to come back, and or it, live
0: performance. Yeah, should be the last thing to come back. Yeah, here.
1: and he he said that it'll show you how important wrestling is once it comes back, which is
0: which is cool. And absence makes the heart grow fonder. So.
1: Yeah, and uh, the winner of the New Japan Cup will face Naito for the IWGP Heavyweight and IC title at Dominion at the very next day, July twelfth, also in front of fans. And what's also interesting is that they held TV tapings in the US in LA. Lines break collision, they are calling it. And what's also cool is that filthy Tom Lawler debuted for New Japan. so we don't know when these tapings will air. I guess we have to wait and see. Hopefully this means that New Japan got a TV deal in the US, but we have
0: to just you know wait and see what what happens with that because I miss New Japan on TV oh yeah i miss new japan so much and if anything they have time to add some ambient noise you know like uh before they air those shows <laughs> yeah yeah why not
1: oh man anything's was... possible speaking of uh piping and crowd noise we're going to talk about backlash as we're recording this it's the monday after backlash and wow um i didn't like this show uh <laughs> at all there, there was a few well i shouldn't say at all there was there was a couple of really good matches, which uh,
0: we'll talk about. So general thoughts about Backlash. Uh, I loved... I, well, I, I, I liked uh, Nikki... The, the the triple threat tag match. I enjoyed Nikki Cross and Alexa and Sasha and Bailey. I, I, I think this match would have been so much better if it was just those two without the Iconics. Yeah, I, I missed that because
1: <laughs> I was on my way back from getting food and I was stuck in traffic. So the match was good. What was he, well,
0: uh, yeah, like I said, Alexa and, uh, and Nikki were awesome. Be careful, You're peeking. Yeah, Alexa and Nikki were awesome. No, you and don't I, have to move back. You just don't. You don't have to speak so loudly. Oh, I, I don't even notice. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Alexa and Nikki were great. Uh, like I said, this match would have been so much better if it was just those two versus uh, Bailey and Sasha. But like I said, without the iconics, because I don't know, it, it, it's, it's, it's like one of those matches you see, like a triple threat. It would be much better if it was just. One-on-one. Yeah, well, so do you, do you feel more or less confident about the women's tag titles after watching this? This didn't change any... It didn't, it didn't change anything of how, how I feel about the women's tag titles. I just think... Well, I do think Nikki and Alexa are, are a good team. They're probably, like, if anything, the, the only, like, refined team of this entire division, of this entire tag division.
1: Okay,
0: so... Um, they seem like the only actual, like, team. And I guess the Iconics, but the Iconics just, like... Like Nikki and Alexa are so much more charismatic, especially together. I mean, I I think like on another subject, I think they'd be, again, peeking uh, again. On another subject, I think they'd be better if they were like both single stars. But that's a whole another subject. <laughs> um. So what happened after that? It was just they went right into Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. I don't even remember. Ex- yeah, I I think so. I, I think so. I, I'm, probably, like, uh, I'm probably missing a match or something, but yeah, they went right into Jeff Hardy and Steamers. So it was really, 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 really hard to be into this match. I already stated how I feel about this whole Jeff Hardy freaking drug addict or alcoholic angle. I just, it, like, th- that segment on SmackDown, just me, this, it just sucked me out of this whole thing. So I just it was really, really hard to be into this match. I mean, Jeff Hardy's awesome. Like, yeah, and, you know, Seamus is fine. But... The the yeah the this match wasn't the greatest,
1: and the match wasn't the greatest. It was fine. It was whatever. It it wasn't anything like oh my god, you have to see this match. It was just it was it was, it was okay, you know. Um, you know, Seamus beat on him, and then Jeff Hardy made a big comeback, but then he kind of fell short at the end. You know, it was one of the the cleaner finishes on this show. Um, Sheamus won. Don't really know why. I don't think Sheamus really needs to win. Jeff Jeff Hardy doesn't, didn't really need to win either, but Jeff Hardy is the star here. Um, she, like, Sheamus is fine. He's not a bad worker at all. You know, I really enjoyed his work with the bar. I think the bar was great. If Sheamus is going to come back, I think he should have came back with the bar, with Cesaro. And Cesaro's not really doing much now, so Sheamus's not really doing much now. Seamus is not a main eventer,
0: people. He is not. That's the thing. I feel like with the whole with the whole thing about the bar, like, the bar was great, but I, I'm realizing, and plus I kind of knew this the whole time. This is how I felt the whole time. I think the bar, the reason why the bar was so liked was because of Cesaro. People Cesaro. like Cesaro. Like, every time they were out, you always heard... Yes, let's go Cesaro. Chance you never heard. Yay, let, yay Sheamus. Chance it was all. It was. I think it was all about Cesaro.
1: But at them as a team was great. The Bar was a, a popular team. Was a a good team. Um, but I'm just if you're going to bring back Sheamus, I think Sheamus has more value as a team with with the Bar. If you're going to use Sheamus, Jeff Hardy is not the guy to beat if you want to build Sheamus. Jeff Hardy is a star, a legitimate star. Jeff Hardy won this match? No, he lost. Sheamus, Sheamus won clean. So, I'm not saying that Jeff Sheamus winning here it means that he's going to go for a title. I don't think that's what that means at all.
0: But I just think. I wouldn't that, be surprised if that was the case. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. How many times know. have they given this guy a title even after the previous title rating just didn't matter? Not good. Not good. So, after this was. What happened after this? Was hey. Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Um. I, well, wait. I was gonna say Almas and uh, Cruz, but that was in the pre-show. That was the pre-show. I didn't see that match. I don't um, know why I was in the pre-show, but. Oh, Oscar and Nia Jackson. Oh, yes. Raw woman's yes. Title. Um. No, oh, no good. Man, I was, I was, you know, every time. Every time Nia lifted up Oscar for anything, my heart stopped. I was so. I I was just constantly in a state of worry during this match.
1: I mean, it started off fine, you know. They did it how they were supposed to do it. You know, uh Nijacks being the big brick wall and Oscar thinking of how to bring down this big giant. You know, Oscar worked her right she she tried. In this match. Oh you know, god. they they were doing things that they were doing in, uh, in their NXT match, but my god. I'm thinking and I didn't get suplex one, so I was kind of disappointed about that. That's the only thing. I think that when the match as the match started to you know progress, I'm like, okay, we need to wrap this up quickly because the only way this match would have been effective if they just went in and went out really quick. Oscar should have won decisively here. She should have. Oh wait, it was a DQ finish. It was a it was a countout. It was stupid. That means um, there's gonna be another match. Nia Jax did not need protecting here. Oscar <sighs> needed that. Oscar needed to win quick and decisively. She needed to because. You, you She won. No, she lost clean to Charlotte on Raw. Nia Jax interfered, but she took a pinfall. She needed to win decisively to
0: look like a strong champion. So maybe they'll give her her oh, win no, back. Charlotte needed to look strong no, because yeah, she couldn't afford one night without not having beaten a champion.
1: <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. But uh, at least she didn't lose. But the count out is just... Stupid! It means is gonna be another match. Oh, <laughs> One is, no, I don't. He's Louise. Or a triple threat at the next pay per view. Oh great! Burr now and... both of them will be in danger. Oh, no, <laughs> both Oscar and Charlotte will be in danger. I don't want to speak that into existence. But so this was a nothing. They should have. This was like a raw
0: match. Like I said, Oscar
1: worked her butt off. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep.
0: She was w- super winded
1: after this. Match. Hell, the the Oscar and Charlotte match on Raw that was the paper.
0: That was a pay per view match. To me. This was a, this was the round that didn't match. have a finish either. That didn't have a finish. Oh, we like you yeah, no, no, not not like a yo,
1: uh, not like a good finish. No. Um, after this was. What did they have after this? Was it was it?
0: Drew and Bobby Lashley. I think. Yeah, I feel like we're missing some matches. Uh, Drew, that doesn't matter. I don't know. So Drew, yeah, it was Drew and Lashley. Yeah, this was really good. This like uh, I had a hard like uh, I had a hard time choosing between like what was like the match of the night either this either Drew and Lashley or Edge and Orton like uh, this was like definitely like like first or second best match in the show for me at least yeah if you miss Backlash only watch
1: Drew and Lashley and Edge and Orton. but I-, I thought this was really good because this. Was how Lashley should have been portrayed from the get go. An actual guy. <laughs> this is how he should have been portrayed. He. The match started. Before the match started, he immediately Lashley put him put uh, Drew in his in the master lock full Nelson immediately, weighed him down, and Drew was selling this like it was death, and he you hear him like breathing, having trouble breathing and stuff like that. It was. Awesome. He threw him on his head stuff. at one point in the match too. Yeah, that was a, that was a wonky spot, but he was, but Lashley was fuck was a monster, and he beat on him and beat on him, and Drew made a massive comeback, and then Lashley came back, and I thought that I it like they made me feel there was a lot of drama in this too. They made me feel like Lashley was going to win. I'm like, holy shit! They like, oh my god! I was kinda, it was
0: to the point where I was surprised that he lost. Well, yeah, that's only because of of like. Uh, jinks but yeah, that that was nonsense.
1: But I think they made
0: Lashley feel like a big obstacle for Drew to overcome. Even though they didn't make him overcome it in the best way, but like uh, just like like I said, literally, literally the only thing I didn't like was like the inclusion of Lana. The, the Lana stuff needs they need to like like it's just they need to get rid of her. Can, like, at fast. this point, can anyone buy that she's? That they're married. I feel like two weeks ago, they should have just and ended this whole storyline marriage. Like, I just, every time I see them on screen, I think, like, why is this guy still, like, with Rusa's wife? It's, it's, it's pointless <laughs> at this point.
1: They could have just done a thing on Raw. Lashley says, I want a divorce. And then, at the pay-per-view... They would
0: have made that a segment, too. They're going to make that a segment, probably.
1: Yeah, they should have just did a thing backstage. We're divorced. And then, at the pay-per-view, you see MVP and Lashley talking. And then, Lashley's like, yeah, I'm signing my divorce papers today. And that was it. That's what they did with Shane and Stephanie. But, like, with
0: them... Yeah, but, like, you know how WWE is. They're going to make... If they did have a divorce segment, they'll make that a big segment... They'll have Lana go on and on with her annoying shtick. It's just, I don't know. I feel like that. Like, I, I just feel like this a lot of thing isn't over. They 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 show they show no signs of like like not including her in this. Yeah, but in, in the finish of this match,
1: they didn't make Lashley look like a total loser because Lana pointlessly got on the ropes and told the ref, he, he cheated. They just made Somebody her look cheated. like an idiot. That's yeah, like they me. made her look like a moron, and then. Um, Lashley hits the ropes, about to hit Lana, and he he stops, and then boom, Drew, Claymore, and it was over. That was a great Claymore. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) That was was really good. It was was good stuff. But um, yeah, overall, this match was great. Um, Made Lashley look like a killer, except for the end, but um, it felt like Drew went through something. He went through an obstacle. You know, um, there was a reason for us to get
0: behind Yeah, him. he went right through last year, right? Yeah. But it was <laughs> so good right stuff him. overall. It made Lashley look strong overall. Oh, you know? wait a minute. We are missing a match. Yeah, there was are. that impromptu cinematic. Oh, we'll, we'll, oh, t- we'll discuss Jesus. that in
1: a second. Christ. Um It was, we, talk, we missed Braun Strowman and The Miz. Oh, good. Well,
0: what, oh,
1: what is there to say about this? Uh, there's a lot to say about this, actually. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the actual match, it has to do with the Universal title. It means how, nothing. Yes. <laughs> Nothing. nothing this title means now. It's bullshit. Um. It's okay, you have a tag team. You you couldn't have
0: anybody else. Hell. Why not Kofi? If you needed the contender. I don't want to see Kofi versus Braun Strowman. Because I, I Kofi's going to
1: lose. I, I'm just saying. You could have picked anybody. But you put. And this is a WWE thing. You know, defending, having a a, a tag, a a singles title be defended with a tag team. Stupid. And the match was a nothing. It was nothing. It was really nothing. It made the title look stupid. It made Braun look like, well, on paper, you could say, okay, Braun went through two people. But it's like, again, Braun Strowman. No, he went
0: through one and a half wrestlers. He went through Morrison, who's a full wrestler. Miz is half a wrestler. Yeah, it's like Braun Strowman
1: is the paper shredder for tag teams. Like, you made the tag teams look stupid, you made the, the Universal title look stupid, and the build for the match was Miz and, and, and Morrison
0: pulling pranks. It's like... Like, this is literally a, a Nickelodeon. Like, yeah, oh, Nickelodeon. no, no, no well, it was almost as Nickelodeon, like, not as Nickelodeon as the the Street Professors, the Viking Raiders. I, you know, I can't really call them the Viking Raiders, but anyway, it's like, look this match was so, uh, uh, like, pointless... I was rooting for Miz. I was like, yo, I, I like, maybe Miz can win this and Morrison can challenge Miz. That would be a much better, much better storyline than, than what's going on. Anything would be better than what's going on right now. I think the biggest point of that is that you didn't care who won.
1: I didn't care about yeah. anybody in this match. It's
0: like, I'm looking at Morrison. Man, this guy is so good. and They're wasting him on this bullshit. It's bad. Like, <laughs> and he was great.
1: He was Morrison really was good. trying his He worked his ass off, and I I, I, I like the effect if I'm gonna say one thing positive about this match, one it was it was short. It could have been shorter. Um, when Morrison went for the pin, Miz pulled him off, and then Miz realized, oh
0: fuck, we we should have just won. You say that's when I realized, oh my god, like the like. What's going on between these two is more interesting than anything Braun is doing. I would have had... You know, Morrison versus Braun wouldn't have been terrible either. Or just Morrison just winning the title. Or anybody... Just end this... End this title reign. I just... Or just discontinue the
1: title. And then the worst part about this whole thing is that they played their stupid music video before the match. Oh That's a great way to get God. people interested in the title match, people. Oh, my God. Good stuff. This is
0: for a world title. Good stuff. This is a title that Finn broke his sho- like finished the match with a broken shoulder for. This was the title that Finn did that. Yeah, and guess what? If the SmackDown ratings don't do well
1: over the next couple of weeks, um, I guess Vince can blame Bruce Prichard. That's his new fall guy, I guess. So, Christ. moving on, let's talk about another nothing. It wasn't even a match. It was more of a segment. Um, they had the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. Now, let me say this. For the first two or three weeks of the, the little competitions that they, they've had between these two, I thought it was entertaining. For the first couple weeks, I'm like, ah, oh, this is okay. It's not ideal. But okay, it's it's funny. It it shows that okay, we know that the street prophets are very entertaining people. We do we we know that, and we're seeing another side to Viking Raiders. Um, okay, yes, they they are entertaining. A side but, that we don't need to see. Right, and his one thing I noticed for the people who've been watching Viking Raiders since they were in New Japan Ring of Honor. You know, I saw a little bit of their New Japan stuff. It's awesome. known as War
0: Machine. Yeah,
1: and even if they're if you watch some of their NXT stuff and how great they were there, the people that are just watching WWE, they only saw their their main roster stuff. This is how they see the Viking Raiders, and they're gonna judge them accordingly. The people, the people that watch them in NXT, Ring of Honor, New Japan, all that stuff. They're mad as hell. They're like, "This is bullshit." But for the people who just watch Raw and SmackDown, they probably don't give a fuck that the Viking Raiders are,
0: are uh, you know, or silly or funnier. You know what I'm saying? Like, not excusing this. Yeah, but like, yeah, like the people who are in the WWE bubble, their opinions are kind of like not the most uh, valid because <laughs> like they've only watched like a fraction.
1: Yeah, but I think Vince McMahon does not give a shit about the people who watch. Or wrestling fans for that matter. Exactly, yeah, exactly. People who just watched WWE, Monday Night Raw, and their basis as to what makes pro, what's good pro wrestling is the attitude era. um, Those are the people that Vince is trying to appeal to. Not wrestling fans. The people that they've created, the WWE universe, WWE fans. And WWE fans are not exactly pro wrestling fans. Case in point, the match following that we we're talking, we're going to talk about Edge and Randy is billed as the greatest wrestling match ever. Why? Because people who just watch Monday Night Raw may believe that this match might be the greatest match <laughs> ever. So they had this impromptu. They build it as a tag team match for the World Tag Team Titles for the raw tag team titles and you had the street prophets and the viking Raiders. we see them fighting well and I'm like okay they're, they're fighting backstage
0: maybe they'll just pick this up in the ring but no hijinks ensued so so like they, they figured that okay after weeks of making these guys do stupid sports what if what if we made them fight each other yeah Wow, who would have thought of that? Who would have thought? I didn't care about anything that's what it, that happened in this. They made me. Hate, they made me not want to watch these guys wrestle. But these, well, like I've seen these guys tear the house down in NXT. We did. We saw it with our own eyes.
1: We we were like, there. What the, uh... <sighs> we saw them. They, we saw them tear the house up at Raw, the last live Raw before the world ended, and it was good stuff. So I think that um, this is typical WWE stuff um let us turn it inside out they're more than just Aren't wrestlers are one of these teams champions what
0: are one of these teams champions
1: yeah street profits they're sports and en- they're sports entertainers more than just wrestlers but this is the, the, the extreme way of doing that so they, they they probably thought okay people want to see them wrestle be wrestlers so let's show them fighting each other then right after that Let's show them the sports entertainment side of them. And more hygiene's ensued. You see one of the Viking Raiders hold up a bowling ball. And and the other one held up a spear with shields. The Street prophets picked up golf clubs. And they threatened to beat each other with them. then, Then they started to fight again. Then they destroyed Braun Strowman's car then more things happen then they do the stupid <laughs> thing where they both jump into a dumpster which is apropos
0: no well this is exactly what Vince thinks about them this is exactly what Vince thinks about NXT people the, no, this is what he thinks about us the, <laughs> people the, the, the tag team people, division this is what he thinks about uh, yeah this is what he thinks about the tag team division and this is what he thinks about fans like us who like wrestling <laughs> they're all trash no they're <laughs> trash <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're all trash the tag team division is garbage in
1: WWE's eyes Jesus they do not Christ. like tag teams um this was an overblown nonsense of nothing. Um, there were parts of it that were
0: funny, but yeah, I thought the Randy Orton and Edge matches overproduced. You thought that was overproduced? Oh, yeah. <laughs> at first, <laughs> I actually thought about it, but
1: this this was not anything. It was like they, they the tag teams jumped into the dumpster. That's what they did. They jumped and then a monster
0: attacked them. Who could possibly want to see these guys wrestle like this? Exactly. Who could possibly want to watch tag? Any tag team? Anything in this company? These are two. These are two
1: great tag teams. Great tag teams. And they were shown as garbage. They were garbage. <laughs> Total garbage. And literally, because they jumped into garbage, and then the ref, the ref comes, the ref, the ref tells them, "Guys, you have a tag team match going on now, right?" Then the ref looks at the one of the Viking Raiders. Oh, you're, you're cute, and you, you're not so much.
0: Yeah, cause that's the shtick. That's the, the, that's the that, that's the catchphrase. That's what the, like this is Drake and Josh. Don't you get it? This is like yeah, you we have, you have the you have the 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 member of the Viking Raiders who's attractive with the ladies, and the guy who's married is no, not attractive. No, I get it. It's Drake and Josh, everybody. I love
1: comedy and wrestling. Don't get me wrong. I love comedy and wrestling. But it needs to be sprinkled. It needs to be sprinkled in appropriately. You can't just take the whole bottle of sprinkles and pour it on the ice and that's cream. That's
0: WWE comedy. You they can't take do
1: everything. That. They pour the whole jar out. And it's for one person only. One person thought it was funny. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. It's his. It, it's his show. It's his playground. Um, and they're lucky there are no fans now because this would have died a death. And now when you put the watch on Raw tonight. They're gonna have them in a wrestling match, and if there were fans there, they probably wouldn't care because they just saw them jump into garbage. We we
0: saw the tag team division flushed in the toilet. Or Vince might have them do what the Joker did in Dark Knight. He'll break he'll break a pool, a pool cue in half and just have them fight to uh, have have them fight to the death <laughs> with the sticks. Yeah, they they, they kind of overcompensate a little bit.
1: They were like, okay, they want to see them wrestle, so let's have them fight. But we also want to do our bullshit. So let's have them do some bullshit. And and, and then have them fight so they won't think that they're not wrestlers. And I, me trying to explain this, and I'm, I'm like, holy shit. They, WWE needs to, they just recently reevaluated their creative team. They consolidated it and they just have Bruce Prichard in charge of Raw SmackDown. Guess what these people need to do right now? They need to rethink how you do your tag teams.
0: Rethink how you do that. Re, or don't have them at all. Don't have them at all, please. Like, like that's the thing. Like, this is what this is what I say about the women's tag team division. Like, they can. This company can barely present their tag division, their men's tag division, like like a tag division. What makes you think? And and they just started building their women's division. What makes you think they can have a women's tag division if they if this is what they do with their tag teams with their other tag teams? Guess what? The next. Guess what? Sasha Banks and Bailey—they're gonna jump into a uh, dumpster too. We they already know. did. They, they like they did the second they put those two in therapy. But that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother show. Oh my god. Oh man, so this was a waste of time.
1: Um, so let's talk about uh, the main event, which I thought was great stuff: Edge and Randy Orton, the greatest wrestling match of all time. And that makes me laugh just saying that. But you know, we're 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 wrestling fans. We understand that this is not the greatest match ever. Randy Orton and Edge. I understand it's not the greatest match ever. but Definitely be the best match in the show. Best match of the show. Yeah, the best Backlash match. You can argue that. Yeah, probably. One of the best Backlash uh, matches. Aside from Randy Orton and, and uh, McFoley. Backlash 04. Um, on that same card, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Benoit, the world title. Um, let's see. Backlash. It's probably one of the best Backlash matches. That Fatal 4-Way from 2007. Shawn Michaels, Edge... Randy Orton was in it too, and John Cena. Yeah. yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, Randy Orton and Edge have been a part of great backlash stuff. So yeah, this is probably one of the best matches in Backlash history.
0: Like uh, you know, I was at first I was very, very annoyed with like the crowd noise. I understand why people appreciated them, especially, you know, having to watch shows with like one third of a crowd. And then, you know, it was kind of a breath of fresh air to to hear what an actual crowd sounds like. Even though I wasn't I wasn't really a fan of it. I th- I didn't think it was needed. But like, because uh, like, really, if you just put Edge and Orton out there, like just put them out there and let them have the match that they had, they, they, like without the stupid marketing or whatever, they, they still would have had the best match in the show. But like, um, you know, you can do, a, I guess, you know, with all the other stuff, all the other wacky stuff we've been talking about with WWE, I guess you can do a lot worse than a really great Randy Orton-Edge match with some crowd noises attached to it. You can do a lot worse. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, you know, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was first, I was annoyed with the extra sprinkles, but, uh, I appreciated the, the actual product. Yeah,
1: I don't have a problem with the crowd sweetening. I do have an issue with, okay, you have the people in the crowd, and then at, we hear at the same time the crowd sweetening track, and then we see... The performance hitter people mouthing things.
0: You see, that's like, that, that was one of the things that, like, you bit. don't need. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, these two, the two guys that are in the ring right now don't need that to have a, to have a great match. You know? Like, 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 every problem I had with this match had nothing to do with Edge and Randy. I, I, what was the last time you saw Randy Orton, like, work this hard? Yeah, not in a long time, but Edge. The last time I saw him, like, work this hard was that Hell in a Cell with Jeff Hardy. Yeah, that,
1: see, Rand, Rand, recent Randy Orton is my favorite Randy Orton. He is working his ass off. His promos are incredible. And Edge is just, hes he's been gone for a decade. I just, I don't notice it. His promos are just as good. And I would hold this match up against, I don't know if I put it above, but I hold it up against his, Undert- his Undertaker stuff. Unbelievable, Randy Orton too.
0: Yeah, you can like put it in, like on a similar plane, like definitely beneath it, because like the Edge and Undertaker, I was just like that was naturally another level. I
1: guess what I'm saying is, if you're going to talk about some of the best match matches Edge has had, I mean Godzilla, this, is on, th- this
0: is on that list. This is it's
1: like, it's like I would say that stuff with Kurt Angle was incredible. His stuff with um, Undertaker and and this th- this is the best WWE program of the year. There is but nothing if I, else. like one of the best feuds, like, yeah, yeah, like not just an <laughs> individual match, a program. They this is the the best thing WWE has done all year. Period. There's nothing else that comes close to this, in my opinion. Uh, um, yeah, they worked their asses off. Told a great story. Um, presented like as usually, I don't love the idea of doing a big bloody blow off match and then having a regular wrestling match but they did this well like Randy Orton suckered edge into doing this
0: what they like, like I, I did love the finish of this match uh, the finish was excellent yep like, it was very unexpected I actually didn't think he'd use the punt kick and think about it think about it he did the RKO
1: it didn't work he kicked out of it so what did he do he did something else that yeah. was even more
0: dastardly kicked him in the fucking head yeah great stuff then, like you didn't even do that in the last man standing match I thought this was way better than the last man standing match
1: you know what from, yeah from a story I love the last man standing match I really enjoyed it but this was great on a t- from a storytelling perspective this was better than that I think um yeah it was it was great
0: it was just good stuff like I would watch this match again I would yeah um like uh in terms of watching it again, like uh, like I said, it was hard to distract myself from the crowd noises. But like the more I think about it, like uh, like I said, you you could have done they it could have been a lot worse than this. And Edge and Randy like over delivered. They were they were awesome. So what do you think they they go from here? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> like <laughs> a I Last think... Man Standing match to a one on one match, like what what could you pop like a Russian roulette? Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like Randy Orton just walks out with a six shooter. We're gonna end it. <laughs> like, you know what I would do? The la- well,
1: this is kind of ballsy. He
0: told Edge to go home with his family.
1: I would do. I would do a Hell in a Cell match, a hell or in a cell? or a two out of three, two out of three, two best out two of out of three. Balls? Yeah, they could do that at SummerSlam. Hmm.
0: They could maybe a submissions match to no. force Randy to come up with a submission. No, I wouldn't do <laughs> the that. The idea of Randy Orton doing
1: submissions is funny. Man. I would do a either a Hell in a Cell, because I think this this program warrants that, or uh two out of three falls yep, match. Like
0: why not do a why not do like uh that cage match that Thatcher and Riddle did? No ropes, just a cage. Not you not Orton. A... <laughs> I guess you could sell like, I don't know I guess you can sell, like I c a I don't know I have like a cage. I don't think you need a hell in a That's cell. I'm cool. not gonna fit in a hell in a cell in the in the performance center, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Edge and Orton is gonna. Unless they do like, make it a cinematic hell in the cell. Yeah, it would be like a cage in the middle of a warehouse. Yeah, it's just like he tore his triceps, so I don't know if he wants to do a hell in cell
1: match. But I, I would say maybe a two out of three. Dude, yeah. Like, like, what to do with
0: Orton until Edge comes back, though?
1: Nothing you just need to
0: do anything? I figured, like, I, 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 I don't know. For some reason, I, I figured, like, okay, if he won this big match, like, what do you think he's going for the title next? Uh, yeah. Jordan versus Drew? That's something for Drew to to do. I wouldn't, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be bad. I was. I mean, then again, also, like, I don't know if everyone would be keen on the idea of McIntyre losing to Orton. I don't think he should lose to Orton. Yeah. Well, you know,
1: I'm not saying he should. Lo- no, I think Drew should be. I think Drew should have the championship until.
0: I think he should have it till, for a year. Until so you can have fans again, and, and yeah, and it's like you yeah. know, Drew, Drew, like you know, if the fans were there. Drew, they would be loving Drew. They are loving
1: Drew. Here's what um, I think they would do because WWE has done this before, but I don't, I, I don't necessarily would agree with this. What they, what they might do is do Randy Orton versus Drew at the
0: next pay per view. Orton wins the title. And then right. Edge comes back and fights Randy for, for the, the title. title. That's why I figured Randy. Yep. Well, that's why I figured Randy would go for the title.
1: And then you do a program Drew versus Edge, and then Drew gets the title back, and he holds it to WrestleMania. They could do that, but I don't think they should. But maybe because that's they've done that stuff in the past. You know, they had The Rock come back beat CM Punk, but CM Punk had the title forever, um, and then they set up Rock and Cena two at WrestleMania again, but. You know that's something to do, but I wouldn't do that. I would protect Drew. You just have have the title till you're ready to have fans come back, and you have uh somebody who, like an Adam Cole or, or someone who's up who you think is up next
0: for um yeah. If like who I think is up next, I think Adam Cole should have realistically. I think Adam Cole should have like every world title in this company. Yeah, Adam Cole <laughs> should be like running SmackDown. <laughs> I don't know why the hell this guy is like the best promo in the whole in the whole company. And this guy, I don't know why he's not on live to uh, on on Ron SmackDown. Yeah. So overall, Backlash
1: not a good show. Final two matches were are very very good. Drew and Lashley, Orton and Edge, great stuff. That's it. Do, do not watch the rest of the, rest of the show. And we're glad New <laughs> Japan's back, guys. So if you don't like if you don't like WWE, uh, check out New Japan and New Japan Cup starts up next week, I think. Um, MLW is doing a great anthology series right now. Um, the recent one is with uh, the Lucha Brothers, which is kind of cool. Um, and then they, they're doing one with um, Steve Carino this week. They're going oh, back into the archives. But, yeah, so. It's been the Wrestling Caucus. I'm Peter A. I'm Sally Ariaga. And don't forget to subscribe to the Wrestling Caucus anywhere you get podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook.com slash The Wrestling Caucus, Twitter at Wrestling Caucus, and Instagram at The Wrestling Caucus. All right, later days. Stay safe, y'all.